Oh! Oh! Am I excited for today? Oh my god! David Francisco here, a damn good professional wrestler. This is the David Francisco Podcast, and after starting this podcast a year ago, with the intent of having conversations with my guests actually live, with them, sitting next to them, side by side, as we talk to the same microphone, or, or like two microphones if we need to do a setup like that, but normally we don't. Finally, finally it's happening. Today on the David Francisco Podcast, I have a face-to-face conversation with a guest. Funny enough, he is also one half of the first guests that I had on the David Francisco Podcast. It would be great if I could say my name properly, David Francisco Podcast, Rex Armstrong. I went with Rex Armstrong to train in the ring, roll around a bit, get my cardio up, work on all the aspects that I want to work on now that uh, we can be back in the ring and it will be safe, properly tested, vaccinated, all of that. And uh, then I was like, you know what? It's time for this to finally happen. This is a perfect opportunity for us to sit together and record a catch-up of the David Francisco podcast. We basically talked about <laughs> what we just did, how it's been kind of like catching up, how we're approaching, uh, going back in the ring, how tiring it is, and the experiences and how we feel about it, and what we are looking for now that uh, shows are returning soon. Speaking of... Rex Armstrong will be a part of the weekend, the first weekend of shows of WrestleForce. I will also be a part of that, 22nd and 23rd of May, in Brentwood, at the Wheeled Park Country Show. Basically, it's one of those, like, country shows, summer fits, you guys can go in, you will have tons of entertainment and stuff to do, and one of those things you'll have is wrestling. It is not a wrestling show only per se, the audience, the crowd is not there only to watch the wrestling show, and uh, as you will hear us talk about, in a way, those crowds can be harder, because they're not there for the show itself, but also, there isn't as much pressure, it's a great way to slowly get us back up, and get basically our athleticism back up, so I'm very excited to be a part of that weekend, more information on WrestleForce, uh, the website and social media, just search for WrestleForce, and I'm sure you will find it. Let's get into this conversation with Rex Armstrong here on the David Francisco Podcast. Sitting in the car with Rex Armstrong, what the hell are you eating? I'm eating. Oh, that, that's the thing you're talking about, right? Yeah, Whitworth's Brazilian Smoky Beans. This is 250 grams, and it's got one gram of fat in it, David. What the? I know, right? I thought it would be like, you told me about this earlier, I thought it was going to be like dry, but no, you're actually eating it with a spoon? Yeah, and it's like wet. Yeah. Sorry, on a phone that pretty makes it sound. <laughs> this is wet beans Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> what a life Rex Armstrong lives with his wet beans. I, um... <laughs> <laughs> That's what being a vegan is, people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, we are, are just finished our uh, like a session that is in the last vlog slash will be in a vlog in the future mm. on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Francisco underscore one, links in the in the show notes. And um, and we're just sitting down and like, I thought this would be a very good opportunity to have my first actual in person, face to face, recording other podcasts, which is kind of like the idea is the idea behind the podcast has always been with the conversations. So it's always been like me having 
catch ups with people. Yeah, go ahead. Make noise. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, you want to bring? You can open the window. Let's do that. You can edit this out. I'll delete the I won't. <laughs> like, be real and genuine. I've also discovered I'm supposed to have eaten this bag. That's very nice. <laughs> you just got it now. Oh. <laughs> Is this the first time you're having it? Yeah. <laughs> Two great ways to eat it. One, microwave. One, the other one, on a hob. I've done neither. Bag. How does it feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... <clears throat> I may add it. This part. <laughs> um, I thought like the idea has always been to have like catch-ups with people backstage at mm. shows and stuff, you know. Yeah. Like I started doing them like via first just via the internet and then like on Twitch mm. just to like keep it going and stuff. But now that like I'm actually starting to see people again, and even though we're not at a show, it's still like kind of wrestling related. Yeah. I can do this like this. And you're the first one. How does that feel? I feel good. Yeah? I feel privileged. I think, like, you were guys... I was looking at it the other day, and in theory, you guys were the first... You and JJ were the first guests of the podcast. Because no, I'm going to edit it all of them to my... Uh, add them all to my second channel. Mm. And I was, like, looking back, making a list of the stuff that I need to do, and, like, you, the, when I tested your relationship... Oh, man. You and JJ? Well, we failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you guys are the, the, the first one. Let's tell people what we were doing. Um, we, uh... We came to um, Square One Wrestling Academy, mm-hmm. rented out the, the space here. Um, it's, a, it's, it's been one of the places we kind of like been going to to get ring time uh, while the the wrestling school in London doesn't open. Yeah, it's not really a setup to be fair. Yeah, yeah, it's been really good. There's a lot of people are coming down here. Mm. And um, and we just kind of like, like they say, we rolled around. Yeah. yeah. And we so drew, rolled around. Um, how you feeling? Like, we're back, this is like the third time that we back in the ring. How's yeah. it been, like, being back after all this time? I think, like, it comes in, like, peaks and troughs. Hmm. Much like all of the wrestling business stuff, doesn't it? But there are times where you can be like, oh, I feel like I did really well at that. Mm-hmm. And then you can come again in the next week, and for some reason, it didn't go as well. And the frustrating thing is, there's no real rhyme or reason to it mm-hmm. you can sort of be a bit like well why were <laughs> I, why was i really good at that last week and now i'm not and i think it's just the lack of repetition yeah and just structure like do you know what i mean if it was like how it was before the pandemic it was just you know weekend mondays or in my case it'd be like tuesdays you know like tuesdays and fridays are when i'm training Tuesdays and Sundays, and probably every week, or at least every other week, mm-hmm. I'm also doing one or two shows. Yeah. And that's like real repetition and real structure. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's when you're drilling it into yourself. And after not doing something for and four you, months... It's, it's like an engine or, the, or like just a wheel. You, you don't have to push it to get it open. No, it's already yeah, yeah. in motion, right? It's just constantly, you're constantly working yeah. at it and thinking about it. And even like, you know, when, when you aren't training, you're still thinking about things to do with wrestling. But it seems a little bit like... Now, at least for me, I've had such a long time of not having to think about wrestling within the context of like, oh, what am I going to do? Or this would be a cool thing to do. I've mm-hmm. watched wrestling and yeah. enjoyed it. And yeah, like written some stuff down. I might steal, obviously. But it's never been like, you know, and then, you know, we should, I, well, we shouldn't put much pressure on ourselves when it's your third session back. But obviously, your third session back, you might not be constantly improving because it's only your third session back. Yeah. Like, that's the thing, isn't it? Whereas I can some, sometimes fall into tendency of being like, why hasn't that got better? That's annoying. <laughs> I jokingly say, 
uh, a lot when I like read these sessions back. I like, remember when I was a really good wrestler? I do. Mm. And like, you know, there's a lot of that stuff that, that's kind of gone-ish just because of it needs to be drilled again. We need to get that, that wheel back, yeah. back in motion. It's that horrible but, thing as well of being like, being aware of thinking about stuff that mm-hmm. you never had to think about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you had all the time in the world to think about the other stuff when yeah. you were doing it. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that, now that you're thinking about that thing, the other side makes, you know, you're thinking about the movement of an up and over or the movement of this sequence. Yeah. At, instead of being like, I know this sequence because I've done it so many times. How am I going to emote or how am I going to sell or how am I going to do this because movement? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's already like muscle memory with yeah. everything else. You need to get that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great point. Part. And the frustrating part is that you're like, oh man. I used to be really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what, you, that's what you sort of think, isn't it? It's like, oh man, I used to be really good because I used to be able to like do this cell and look this way and make this facial. Whereas now I'm like, I look a bit like a robot because all I'm doing <laughs> is being like left foot, right foot, <laughs> roll and jump. I, I, the, the major thing to me is, um, is like, is, is, is being gassed in cardio because like mm. I never had issues with that in wrestling, mm. right? Never. Um, I've always been like, even if I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel tired, whatever, I was able to like keep going and going on yeah, and yeah. stuff. I always had like a really good gas tank. And, um, the first time, so after lockdown one, after like those months where we didn't do anything, right? Mm. The first time I went to the, to all these ring in the summer of 2020. And I was like, okay, I'm going to like be a little bit tired. Stuff. It should be fine. Right. It's going to be more like stuff is going to hurt. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to have yeah. the calluses. Actually. The major thing was like just the movement and like how much how, how tired I was just doing anything in the ring. That was the big wake up call. Yeah. So I, now this time I feel like I'm like I'm expecting this. Yeah. So I'm like I'll be fine. You know, like it's it's part of it, and it's just gonna be a process until we kind of like get it back. Yeah, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Is not being too hard on yourselves. And also, wrestling's like not weird, but it's probably one of the few sports where if you do rush yourself you're going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can try and play to the level that you used to play at if you were a footballer, mm. for example. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the worst that's going to happen is that you simply missed that goal. <laughs> you're like, oh, I normally got that in from here before. Do you know what I mean? Like from this spot. Yeah. Whatever. The difference is here is I have hurt myself <laughs> and now I can't train again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. The, the, the moment you try and force yourself in wrestling, it's too dangerous. Like, it's just a dangerous thing to do anyway. And the moment you're then like, cool, I'm going to try and do this top rate bump. Yeah. When you're just not really ready for it. I've, <laughs> I've actually found the bumps have been the least bad thing about going back to training. And I think that's because we've all managed to heal up finally. Mm. We're not sitting there being like, well, that bump, <laughs> that bump sucks because it's like my 20th bump this week. Do you know what I mean? And, it was, yeah. and one of them was on the floor. Yeah. Like, or one of them was like through a table or something gross like that. Or, well, of course, that bumps up. I was hit with a chair yesterday. Mm. Now it's like, oh, I took, we, well, we took like what? Maybe eight bumps today? Yeah. And they all felt great. And I wasn't like, this is going to suck. I'm, I'm way more like worried about getting that gas tank back. Yeah. You That's know. the thing for me. The bumps are fine. If anything, the bumps are better. Mm-hmm. But it is the, <laughs> the drill part of it is like, fuck, man. And Mike, like I was saying earlier, it's not like I've not been doing cardio. Yeah. I've been doing all these CrossFit Metcons, but it just goes to show how the ring is just different. It's just, you know, it sounds like such a cliche when we tell it to beginners and intermediates when they start it. It's like nothing can replace 
the ring. Yeah. And it's so true. And it's really hit home this time where I'm just like, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I'm in a good place. No, man, run those drills to you and me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, I'm blowing out of my arsehole here. Yeah, man. I, I, it's a great thing that it feels like at least the schedule's going to come back and just yeah. going to like, it, it, it needs to be in our minds. It's going to take a while to get everything yeah. back, you know. It's not like after two or three sessions you're going to get it uh, completely back again. Uh, at least to the level where I'm going to be like fully satisfied and, and feeling like I was at the level that I was before. Mm. Uh, it's going to be like a process of like a couple of months, maybe more, you know. But it's really cool that's like I've been able to be in a ring at least once a week for the past like two or three weeks. Yeah, and right. In an environment where it's very much like... All right, let's just let's do the stuff that we need to do, like basic and whatever. And it's okay to stop. It's okay to relax. It's okay yeah. to because we're gonna need it, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, it's it's really cool. It feels really good to like. Feels like there's a bit of normality again. Mm. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? You know, it's, it's things are kind of like going back to normal, which is cool. And like, and definitely training should be. Um, nothing against people are like doing shows. I'm glad. It's great they have the opportunity, and they should say yes if they're given mm. the opportunity, right? But it's good that um, training comes back before shows, so that people are actually ready for those shows, right? Yeah, and also, I think even if there are, if, if, you know, well, I feel like if someone's never had, if someone's never had a show before and they get a booking, mm. maybe don't do that show. <laughs> you probably need to go back and train. But like the last match I had, uh, the, the the now RIP Resgal, um, was my fifth, my fiftieth wrestling match mm-hmm. so you know it was always just starting to click into place so I'm confident that if when we have we've got a few like summer fate stuff but I do, uh, it's not like we're going to come back and start rolling out like we did before I think there's a real opportunity here for wrestlers and fans to like become reacquainted with wrestling mm-hmm. it doesn't need to have a tombstone straight away <laughs> it can you can still tell good stories and still entertain people with arm drags do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we don't, we can, we can re-educate people. We're not constantly feel like we've got to go absolute balls to the wall to keep people's attention. And it's also because on those Fed shows, it's like people don't go there. To, that was the can opening, by the way, everyone. Yeah, a can of coke, not a beer. <laughs> um, not yet. Not time for a review. Um, it's like the people that go to those Feds are not going there to see a wrestling show. Mm. They're going there to like spend the day, and there happens to be a ring there. Which means that it's a really hard crowd because it's a crowd that is is not like mentally prepared to be part of the show. No, yeah. But on the other hand, it also means that there's no pressure whatsoever because mm. it's it's kind of like more of a showcase. So it feels like the perfect place. Yeah. To to be like, okay, let's let's go out there and do like let's go for six minutes. Let's go and have like yeah. a, a quick match mm. and. Um, <laughs> And uh, and just see what happens, right? And yeah. and get blow. It's just like good, it's a slow like. Well, get the wheels back in motion. Yeah. yeah. And so many of those shows as well, and which I think is a good thing to do, is that you don't have to do all these crazy moves. Mm-hmm. But it, you do have to in order to entertain these people and get their attention. The side of it that doesn't always get taught overly in, in training. Yeah. Because training is like you know, you know, well, rightfully so, bumps being safe. You know, drills, here's how you do this technique. But these shows are, well, be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Engage with these people. Oh, yeah. You need to get these people's attention. Yeah. Because they have, like you said, they have not come. They have not paid their ticket to watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to get them to watch your wrestling? Yeah. And they do not care about a pedigree. <laughs> they do not care. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> they do not care about that. But what when, they care about is you being an entertaining and engaging person. They don't care about movies. Once on these shows, uh, was me versus Ashmore. Mm. And we thought it would be like, okay, for this kind of crowd, it's super casual or whatever. Let's just give him like WWE moves. Mm. Mm, yeah. Oh, how about you do an attitude adjustment and I do an RKO and something? I'm like, oh, man, we, we were super, we believed that was going to be it. We yeah. were like, <laughs> fuck, man, this is like, they're going to, they're going to go crazy for this. Mm. And, uh, and then they didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, the last time I did one of these shows, honestly, the loudest reaction, there, no, there were two loud, the two loudest reactions in the matches that I had was when JJ posted like an absolute savage for a hip toss mm-hmm. and just got mad air and it was just such a great hip toss and a bump that all these kids were like, whoa! And that's when I was like, oh well, all these other moves are pointless. No one's been, uh, if they've done, the, I think that's made them, we might as well stop. And also, someone got rammed into the post mm-hmm. and they just made a great sound when they hit the post, and everyone was like, oh! That was relatable. Yeah, and you know when, you have, yeah, and you know when you're just like, oh, well, we shouldn't be doing this Canadian destroyer at the end. <laughs> 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 right into the lead. We got such a great reaction from a hip toss. Yeah. What's the point? Looking forward to those shows. Looking forward to like, things being regularly back. And mm. uh, I can see how I'm going to have like wrestling training once a week at least again. Yeah. And um, that's going to be exciting. JJ, JJ. Sorry. It's oh, right. not similar. We do look exactly the same. You now. do not. So it's less offensive. No, you just, you just when like... you have hair, it was. Uh, <laughs> and you had a beard. Yeah, exactly. Tell us where people can watch some beer reviews. Uh, on my Instagram, at mm. Speak Rex. Uh, and I'm also doing a strange thing where I'm listening to the 500 greatest albums of all time as voted for by the Rolling Stones magazine. So come watch me and my journey through these albums as well, which is uh, an interesting thing I'm doing too. In is something you'd also be interested in. Do a podcast. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> I, just want, I just want to wrestle. Like, I don't want... It's bad enough that I have to be on Twitter and Instagram, if I'm honest. But I wish, I've worked you into it, didn't I? Yeah, it would be better if I could... But then it's like, then I wouldn't... Re- it's the dichotomy of evil. Because I wouldn't actually be on shows because I have no social media presence. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. all I want to do is wrestle and I don't care about all this rubbish. I have to care about the rubbish in order to wrestle and go on shows. Yes. I'm like, surely the reason I should get on a show is because I really want to wrestle and I'm good at wrestling. Not like, oh, look at your hilarious tweet that got likes. Well, that's not how wrestling works. Mm-mm. Rex. Well, life works, isn't it? Rex, thank you. You're very welcome. You're the first in-person guest. Look at you. I love it. It's always great to catch up with Rex. It's always great to be able to share card rides with him and be able to just like have the experiences of like training and being involved in shows with him. And it's incredible to finally sit down next to the person I'm talking with here on the podcast. Let me know what you think. I hope you prefer it. I definitely do. And I would love to hear your feedback. Please give me some feedback at DeFrancisco underscore one and on your favorite platform, whatever it is, drop me a comment. If you haven't, follow or subscribe, whatever your platform is. If you're on Apple Podcasts, a rating would be very much appreciated. And make sure you follow Rex at SpeakRex on your favorite platform as well, because he is there rating beers and uh, talking about uh, the 500 greatest albums of all time, according to Rolling Stones. If you're into that, I'm sure you'll be into what Rex has to offer on his Instagram and on his Twitter and stuff. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. And I'll be back soon with more guests. Yeah, that's about it. Make sure you return as well. Thanks for listening. Cool? Cool. Cool.